Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Ken John, Eddie Murphy, Janet Jackson, Bad Bunny, George Siegel, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Roll it. J.A.G. Up on the blog and I'm chilling up in NYC. Up on the train and the radio is all I need. In the fuse is the left news, I let deep entertainment. Who became famous? Number one source of pop culture, radio or not, we gon' chase it. That's entertainment. Save adolescents from the ghetto town of Vegas. Gotta make a change in that's entertainment. Wednesdays afternoon at 1 p.m. So baby, don't forget the tune. The bins is nice, the Jags is the better cruise. There is no karma win, cause we plan to just like that. Tammy Jones do it best. Mom, just know that. Been blessed by the Lord once. Wait on that. Log waiting on your speakers better be on max. Real facts, if it's whack, we'll speak on that. Just celebrity news, a new feed, and my melody tune. So, Tammy, you back up me, I back up you. That's entertainment for your head, baby. Just come through. She's on air now. If you are just tuning in for the first time, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring in the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it'll send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656, and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain one And you can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto like the shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gives. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 55 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for taking the time and hang out, hanging out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. So how's everybody doing? You know, we have this week and next week, and then the month of March is over. You know, March is Women's History Month, and throughout the month of March, we all celebrate women all over the world, all over the country, with their businesses, making a difference in society, philanthropists, everyone out there who's making a difference in the world. So uh, shout-out to all the women out here celebrating the whole month of March. This week we're going to be talking about um, giving back, and we also talking about the the, the latest uh, race with when it comes to Asian Americans out here being targeted because the uh, this hate against Asian Americans and just Asians in general because they people out here think that the Asians are responsible for the coronavirus. I mean, it happened in China, but they it just was a disease that happened, a virus that happened, and now, um, and it also, too, it doesn't help that our former president, uh, Donald Trump, is going around calling it the Wuhan virus and the Chinese virus. That don't help, and I think that's very ignorant. 
So a lot of people are just thinking that, oh, every time they see an Asian person, they got to attack them or go after them or push them down, stab them, slap them in the face. But one actor, uh, just recently we had the shooting in Atlanta uh, with the Korean women who were uh, working at the spa who were shot. And we have actor Ken John, who is also Korean-American, and he has donated uh, money to the family of five of those people that was killed in the shooting earlier this month. We're going to be talking about that. Eddie Murphy said that he will not revive uh, his role as Axel Foley in another Beverly Hill Cop film. And, uh, and I'll tell you, if for it to happen, I'll tell you what they need to do. And uh, Janet Jackson, um, you know, she's coming out with a documentary uh, in 2022. And a lot of people are feeling anxious about it. Um, there's rumors going around that maybe her family might be a little worried about what she's going to be talking about, whether she's going to be talking about her late father, Joe Jackson. Uh, but they're saying that the fans are expected for her to spill never-before-heard details of her relationship with her late brother, Michael. Uh, she's supposed to also talk about details about her divorce from Wissam Almana and their custody battles. So it's supposed to be hitting... Um, Debuting sometime in 2022 I'll tell you more about it uh, Bad Bunny Is hoping to uh, He's going to get into the wrestling ring He is going to be up against The Miz And um, I'll tell you um, he He's always been a fan Of pro wrestling Didn't know that And I'll tell you why he's going to be doing this uh, He's supposed to be uh, It's supposed to take place uh, matter of fact, it, it just took place, I think. No, I'm sorry. It's supposed to take place during WrestleMania, and that's going to be in April, April 10th and 11th. So I'm going to tell you his love for pro wrestling when it started and how he has uh, had a couple of wrestling stars in his uh, music videos, I think. So I'll talk about that. And TV and movie veteran George Siegel has died. You know him as the grandfather in the Goldbergs. He died suddenly at the age of 87 from complication from bypass surgery. So we're going to be talking about his life and all his what he did throughout his career. And also Prince fans, like myself, you know, can't believe it, Next month in April will be the fifth anniversary of his death. But guess what? Paisley, the Paisley Park compound are doing something really special to celebrate the uh, mark the fifth anniversary of his death, and I'll tell you what that's going to be. So let's, without further ado, let's get started. Uh, Ken John uh, has donated fifty thousand dollars to the family of five of the people killed in the Atlanta shooting early this month. The shooting took place at a multiple massage parlors in Atlanta and one in the suburb, killing eight people in total. A 21-year-old white man has since been charged with eight counts of murder and an aggravated assault charge. Following the tragedy, numerous GoFundMe pages were set up for the families of the victim with the mass singer Judge John uh, donating five $10,000 amounts to the campaign for the family of Soon Chung Park, Young John Grant, Suncha Kim, Zaji Tan, and Young Yu. 
Delena, Ashley Young, Paul Andre, uh, Mike, uh, Michelle, or Michaels, and Dayuyu Feng were also killed in the shooting. Now, John, whose parents migrated from South Korea to the U.S., also posted on his Twitter account about the fundraising campaign as well as sharing a video featuring himself alongside other Asian-American actors, including Lou Diamond Phillips, calling for an end to anti-Asian racism. And, you know, it's getting really bad. Also here in New York City, uh, we have... uh, a very heavy uh, Asian population, not just in Manhattan and Chinatown, but also in Queens and Flushing, where uh, we call that Little Korea. Uh, there's been a lot of hate crimes here in New York City. And just recently, a woman who was going to an Asian uh, rally against this about the uh, the 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 hashtag uh, the, against hate against or uh, uh, Asian. She was on her way to a rally, and a, a man just uh, punched her in the face, took her sign, and it was just terrible. And um, it just you know we got, you know, and a couple of years ago when the coronavirus started happening and um there was the heavy Jewish community here in New York there was a lot of complaints where they were not social distancing they were uh, also not wearing their masks and uh there was some there was a, a hate crime against Jews here in New York as well so it's just we you know you know Ken John has said it best we don't have he 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 said quote that he doesn't have a a a cure for racism, but he said, but we can always talk with each other, learn from each other, educate each other, and stop this uh, Wuhan, saying things like that, Wuhan virus, China virus, because it's just making it worse. It's, it's, it's very ignorant, and I, I blame Donald Trump for that as well. You know, stop put, putting, saying things like that. You remember he was putting things like that on Twitter and Stop saying that because you're just making it worse. Um, uh, Eddie Murphy said that he won't be revising his role as Axel Foley in another Beverly Hills Cop film unless the script is perfect. A fourth movie in the action comedy franchise has been in development at Netflix for years. But Eddie insists he is in no rush to start work on the project and he has yet to see a script he likes. The funny man who recently dropped the sequel to another beloved film coming to America told DeSouz and Merrill that he said, quote, they've been trying to make another Beverly Hills Cop for 15 years now. Right now Netflix has it, and they're trying to develop a script. That's what we're supposed to be doing next, but I'm not doing nothing until the script is right, unquote. Now, Bad Boys for Life directors Aldil El Arby and Bilal Fala are helming the revival of the franchise, and they confirmed last year that a first draft of the script was being written. The original Beverly Hill Cop was released in 1984. It followed Axel, a strong, smart Detroit cop who pursued his friend murderer to Beverly Hills, California. Directed by Martin Brest, it has Judge Reinhold, uh, John Ashton, Lisa uh, Elbacher, Ronnie Cox, and Stephen Burkhoff in his cast ensemble. Two sequels, Beverly Hill Cop 2 and Beverly Hill Cop 3, came out in 1987 and 1994, respectively. 
The Jackson may have reasonable reason to be feeling anxious about Janet Jackson's upcoming documentary. The famous family is reportedly freaking out over the prospect of what the 1980s, 90s pop queen will reveal in the planned movie. A source tell OK Magazine that Janet is freaking out as well as they should be since she will tell it all, including the good, bad, and the ugly of her family. The family is reporting most worry about what the that's the way love goes. We'll speak of her late father, Joe Jackson, who was accused of bullying her and her siblings. Um, father Joe Jackson, he had bullied Janet and made her feel like she was nothing without him, but her siblings say they had it much worse. Now, the source additionally claimed that fans can't expect her to spill never-before-heard details of her relationship with her late brother, Michael Jackson. The two seem to be close in front of public and were supportive of each other's career, but the source says that Janet adored Michael but admit his lifestyle was bizarre. Not only with the 54-year-old award-winning entertainment dish on her family, she will share details about her divorce from Wissan Amana, with some um, Amana and their custody battle. The documentary, tentatively titled Janet, will hit the small screen to coincide with the 40th anniversary of her debut album. The movie is a joint project between Lifetime and A&E, and the film is confirmed to be four hours long, and it will air across two nights. No exact date is set as of now, but it is scheduled to debut sometime in 2022. The documentary will chronicle her musical success as well as her tumultuous private life, according to a press release, and the reclusive star will discuss her controversial 2004 Super Bowl appearance with Justin Timberlake, where she flashed her breasts and the death of her brother Michael. And Deadline sources previously claimed that bosses at British production company Worker Bee have been filming Janet for over three years and have been granted exclusive access to archival footage which will appear in the film. Bad Bunny is hoping to beat wrestler The Miz in a match at the upcoming WrestleMania 37. The Puerto Rican rapper has found himself in the middle of rising tension with Miz, which came to a head during WWE Raw on Monday night, March 22nd, when Bunny smashed a guitar over Miz's head. No, I'm sorry, over his back, Miz's back. And after the antagonizing display, Bunny grabbed the mic and told Miz, quote, you know what, I'll accept your challenge, B. I will see you at WrestleMania, unquote. Now, WrestleMania takes place on April 10th and 11th, beginning at 8 p.m. Eastern on Peacock in the U.S. and the WWE Network elsewhere around the world. Now, Bunny's love of pro wrestling had been long been documented with the uh, star delight to perform his tune Booker T at the Royal Rumble WWE event last month. Also last month, Bad Bunny became the unexpected holder of the 24-7 championship belt, a prize that can be won at any point by wrestlers and non-wrestlers alike after he pinned pro wrestler Akira Tozawa on WWE's Raw. It started when the artist's backstage interview with the WWE star Damian Priest was interrupted by Tozawa as the Japanese star took down R-True in a bid to take the 24-7 belt. In return, Tozawa was slammed by Priest, who then encouraged Bunny to pin Tozawa and claim the prize. The Grammy winner also showed his love for wrestling and his music and recruited wrestling stars like Ric Flair and Stone Cold Steve Austin for cameo appearance in his music video. 
Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. Uh, every week, every Wednesday afternoon between 1 to 2 p.m., I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, make sure you follow us on social media, on Twitter at That's Entertain 1, T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto, like the high heel shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. And you can also follow me on Instagram at T. Jones Gibbs. Uh, TV and movie veteran George Siegel has died. He was 87 years old. The actor's wife, Sonia, confirmed the sad news yesterday, Tuesday, March 23rd, revealing that the Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf star passed away due to complications from bad uh, bypass surgery. Siegel's longtime manager and friend, Abe Hotch, has since issued a statement mourning the passing of the actor. He said, quote, I am saddened by the fact that my close friend and client of many years has passed away. I will miss his warmth, humor, camaraderie, camaraderie, I can't talk today, camaraderie and friendship. He was a wonderful human, unquote. Now, Siegel, who was born in Long Island, New York in 1934, started out on the stage after a military stunt and made his movie debut in 1961's The Young Doctors. His film credit also includes Ship of Fools, King Rat, The Owl and the Pussycat, A Touch of Class, Fun with Dick and Jane, and California Split. But his most notable role came in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, for which he landed an Oscar nod for his role as Nick, opposite Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton. Now, Siegel famously dropped out of Blake Edwards' hit film 10, leaving the late Dudley Moore to land the lead role. Years after his movie career dried up, Siegel found success on TV in the comedy series Just Shoot Me and The Goldbergs. He received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on his 83rd birthday in 2017. And throughout his career, he also collected five Golden Globes nominations. Siegel was married three times. He first tied the knot with film editor Marion Sobel, with whom he shared two daughters in 1956. Their 26-year marriage ended in a divorce in 1983. He then wedded music manager Linda Rogoff until her death in 1996, and he remained married to his high school sweetheart Sonia Schultz-Greenbaum until time of his death. May George Siegel rest in peace. Prince fans have been invited to mark the fifth anniversary of the music icon's death with a free visit to his Paisley Park compound. That's right, a free visit. The Purple Rain hitmaker passed away at his Shanhansen, uh, Minnesota estate in April of 21st, uh, 2016. And on the upcoming anniversary, officials are throwing open the doors to the superstar former home turned museum for devotees to pay their respects in the atrium. Uh, 
A statement read saying, quote, on the fifth anniversary of the passing of the incomparable prince, Paisley Park, his home, and created sanctuary is opening its door for fans to pay tribute and celebrate his life, unquote. Uh, they also added that guests are also welcome to leave flowers, mementos, and other uh, memorable, uh, memorable items in front of the love symbol uh, statue outside the Paisley Park main entrance. Advanced reservations are required to attend this special event, while on, uh, an online memorial will also be available to fans unable to be there in person via Paisley Park official site. Prince died from an accidental overdose of opioid fentanyl. He was remembered by family and friends in a private memorial service taking place at the Kingdom Hall of Jehovah Witness in May the same year. And by August, it was announced that his famous Paisley Park home will be turned into a museum and open for public tours starting in October. Los Angeles prosecutors are considered filing criminal charges against those responsible for supplying the drugs which contributed to the death of Bobby Brown's son. Uh, coroners recently ruled Bobby Brown Jr. died after ingesting a deadly cocktail of drugs and alcohol on November 18, 2020, when he was found unresponsive at his home. In addition to booze, investigators found traces of cocaine and fentanyl in his system and ruled his passing accidental. However, the involvement of drugs prompt police to open a criminal investigation into the 28-year-old's untimely demise, and the case is currently being weighed up by prosecutors, although no arrests have been made to date. Uh, specific details about the case have not been released, but according to TMZ, authorities became involved after learning about the presence of narcotics, which drug dealers are known to cut with powerful painkiller fentanyl to get users hooked. Now, Bobby Jr. is the second child the former New Edition star has had to mourn. He also lost his daughter, Bobby Christina Brown, in July of 2015, six months after she was found unresponsive in a bathtub in her Atlanta, Georgia home and placed in a medical-induced coma. She was also found to have toxic level of alcohol and cocaine in her system. Bobby Christina's mother, Brown ex-wife Whitney Houston, died in an eerie similar situation in 2012. Bobby Brown has five other children. Bobby Jr. was his second child with his ex-girlfriend, Kim Ward, and whom he also shared a daughter named La Princia. Mm, mm, mm. And uh, Claudia Jordan has responded after Gary Owen's estranged wife dragged her into the couple's divorce. That's right, Gary Owen and his wife are getting a divorce. Uh, taking to Instagram on Monday, March 22nd, the actress model denied any involvement in the comedian and his wife, Kenya Duke Split, calling Kenya claim about her stupid, weird, and messy. The talk show host admitted to feeling aggravated that Kenya choose to air out her allegation against Claudia. The 47-year-old says she had reached out to a friend of Kenya's so that they can talk woman to woman and not to play this in front of everybody. But before the speculation goes even wilder, Claudia stressed that she had nothing to do with Gary and Kenya's divorce and she don't have a friend in Dallas or anywhere that is his mistress. And she said she don't know any woman that is his mistress. And she said in a lengthy video that all my girls are in a relationship or married. 
She said all her girlfriends. So Claudia's uh, clarification comes in the wake of Kenya's post in which she called out Gary for allegedly cheating on her with a Texas woman. Kenya also alleged that the former cast member of The Real Housewife of Atlanta might have had something to do with it, claiming that Gary Mistress is Claudia's friend. She then made it clear that her anger wasn't directed at Claudia, but instead her friend, as she added the hashtag not Claudia, hashtag Claudia friend, hashtag dragging me back to 98th MacArthur Street mindset. Uh, it was previously reported that Kenya filed for divorce from Gary after 18 years of marriage. She reportedly filed the papers on Friday, March 19, in Los Angeles County Superior Court. It's unclear when Gary and Kenya, who have three adult children, son Emilio and Austin, and a daughter named Kennedy, separate before she filed for divorce. But she last posted about the funny man on July 26, 2020, to mark his 46th birthday. Meanwhile, um, there's a gossip of the city reported that Gary was cheating on Kenya prior to her divorce filing. The gossip blog posted a screenshot of a DM he sent to Kenya, which it claimed to have a video of him asking a girl for her phone number to prove his alleged infidelity, which may help Kenya in court. Gary has neither spoken up on his split from Kenya nor responded to the cheating allegations. You know, I had the privilege to interview Gary Owen. Gary Owen was a guest on my show several years back, and Claudia was also a a guest on my show several years back. If you want to go and check the archives of those interviews, you can always check the archives right here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, I know Claudia from her days as a model. She was also on... um, and when we had the interview, I, I was telling her, I remember her uh, being in uh, Joe's video, you know, the R&B singer Joe, and uh, she was doing a Celebrity Apprentice, you know, Donald Trump's uh, show. And now she, and then she, she went on to do several other jobs. She also was um, on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She also had a. She also was a host of uh, Ricky Smiley's show down there in Atlanta, and now she has her own. She right now she's currently hosting um, the hit show uh, called Cocktails with the Queens, which feature Vivica A. Fox, Selena Johnson, and Lisa Ray McCoy, which airs every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time and 9 p.m. Eastern. She also hosts her own show, Out Loud, with Claudia Jordan every Tuesday through Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern. You know, Claudia was a former Miss USA. She she was at the top ten. She finished at the, as a Miss USA, and she again she went on also to work on number number of TV shows like Deal or No Deal, The Price Is Right, and again like Celebrity Apprentice, and uh, and she's such a nice person. And uh, I also had a privilege to interview Gary Owen, and I remember talking with Gary, and uh, he was getting ready to go on a comedy tour. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal does a. a, a once a year, he was at the time was doing these comedy show with uh, famous comedians, and they were going on the road, and uh, and it was just it was a blast to have Gary here on this show. So I'm uh, I'm I'm sorry to hear that he and his wife are, are divorcing because um, 
once again, Gary was very a very nice. I enjoy interviewing Gary. Very funny guy, and uh, it's just a shame. It's just a shame. Uh, right now, we have here 27 minutes after the hour. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about um, uh, Matthew McConaughey. He uh, he had did a, a benefit in Texas to uh, raise uh, money for those people who were still recovering from that winter storm. Uh, also, doctors Jessica Bill and Mark Hamill, they're leading a call for tighter gun control laws in the wake of the latest mass shooting in Boulder, Colorado. And also, uh, fans gonna, will be happy with a new announcement by Disney. I'll tell you what that's going to be. And uh, Vin Diesel, uh, the young little boy that's going to be playing his son in the up-and-coming Fast and Furious 9 movie, is really his son. I'll tell you more about it. And singer Dua Lipa, I guess you can say Grammy Award winning Dua Lipa, she's thinking about moving into acting. All those stories and more coming up in the, in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere. Thank you. 
The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now we got 26 minutes left remaining in the show. Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars got another hit on their hands. That was Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack and Leave the Door Open. They performed this new group called Silk Sonic. That's their new music, beautiful song. They could go in doing like a a, a throwback to like the, that, the 70s groove, that 70s R&B, 80s R&B, so it, it's definitely a hit. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Matthew McConaughey. Uh, he's, uh, his star-studded Texas Storm benefit has ranked in, get this, 7.7 million and counting to aid in the recovery effort in his home state. The Oscar winner and his wife, Camilla Alves, co-host the We're Texas, uh, the virtual event on Sunday, March 21st, to raise money for those affected by the devastation caused by Winter Storm Uri last month, with special guests including Willie Nelson, Post Malone, Jamie Foxx, Miranda Lambert, Kelly Clarkson, Megan Thee Stallion, the Jonas Brothers, Renee Zellwinger, Selena Gomez, and Woody Harrison. And you notice all those celebrities are from originally from Texas. Well, the Jonas Brothers were originally from Jersey, but they moved to Texas. Uh, more than half a million people had tuned in to watch the show since it premiered on McConaughey's uh, YouTube channel and Texas Spectrum News 1. And the online fundraiser, which is still available to view, has continued to inspire people to dig deep with $7.7 million raised by Tuesday as donations continue to pour in. 
And actors Jessica Biel and Mark Hamill are leading calls for tighter gun control laws in the wake of the latest U.S. mass shooting in Boulder, Colorado. A 21-year-old man has been accused of using a semi a semi-automatic rifle to open fire in a local supermarket on Monday, March 22nd, killing 10 people, including a Boulder police officer. The tragedy emerged less than a week after eight people were killed by a lone gunman in the Atlanta, Georgia massage parlor massacre, and the latest shooting spree has fired up gun control activists. The mother of two uh, posted on Twitter, this is what Jessica, Jessica Bill said, she said, quote, my heart is with the family affected by the tragedy in Boulder. While we still don't have all of the information, one thing is very clear. We need hashtag gun reform now. Enough is enough. And Star Wars icon Mark Hamill also used social media to call for hashtag universal background checks as he demands Hashtag ban assault weapon now after sharing a drawing of a, of a, a Colorado map and adding a string of broken heart emojis. And President Joe Biden urged members of Congress to pass gun reform legislations now. And former First Lady Michelle Obama, First Ladies Michelle Obama and Hillary Clinton expressed heartache at the senseless killings and voiced support for laws to curb gun violence. Similar calls were made by Nancy Sinatra and newswoman Maria Shriver, while tributes to the lives lost in the attack came from the likes of comedian Wanda Sykes, rapper Juicy J, pop duo Ali and AJ, and country superstar Luke Bryan. You know, it's we here in the United States, we've been trying to get this situation under control since President Obama was in the White House after the shooting at the school in Connecticut, the club in Florida. And it's just, I don't know what is it, what is it going to take. Um, I guess a lot of these Congress people, senators, are, they just, they hear this and it's like they, it just rolls over their, their shoulders. And unless they are affected by it personally, that's when they, I don't know, it's like, it's like they just hear another statistic, and it's like, okay, just another gun shooting. But what is it going to take? It, it, is it going to take for thousands? Of, and oh, and I, I forgot about the the uh, the shooting in Las Vegas with the, with the the country concert with the I forgot the country singer in Las Vegas. I mean, what is it going to take? But I'm telling you, a lot of these congressmen that feel that. Oh, uh, you're taking away people's rights to own guns. You 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 change trying to change the the Second Amendment. It ain't all about that. Nobody's trying to take away your guns. I just don't understand why Americans care more about the damn guns than they do people. Seriously, it ain't about that. It's about people's lives being in, just taken for no apparent reason. And, and I'm telling you, they're not going to get it together until they are affected personally or a particular group of people who are running, going to run out here to get their gun license, and then all of a sudden, okay, then now they're going to take it seriously. And you know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to go there today. Uh, fans seemingly will be happy with a new announcement by Disney. In a tweet on Tuesday, March 24, Disney revealed that Black Widow arrived on both theaters and its streaming service, Disney Plus, at the same time. 
Black Widow uh, in, it will be in theaters July 9th and on Disney Plus with Premier Access. Additional fee required. So Disney official Twitter account, that's what they tweeted. Uh, fans must have a, get this, they must have a premium subscription to watch the Scarlett Johansson lead Marvel movie. And in addition to the premium subscription, fans need to pay an additional $30 charge for Premier Access. Black Widow isn't the only movie which experienced a new chain. Emma Watson, Cruella, has been set to premiere on Disney Plus and open in theaters at the same time. The live-action flicks based on the character Cruella DeVille will arrive as scheduled on May 28th. And fans, however, have to wait a little bit as Black Widow has been pushed back two months and will debut on July 9th from its original premiere date on May 7th. Van Diesel, 10-year-old son Vincent Sinclair, is joining the Fast and Furious family. According to editors, Vincent will be joining the cast of Fast and Furious 9, where where he'll play a younger version of character Dominique Toretto, who is played by his father. Now, Vincent, whose mother is Vin's partner, Polama Jimenez, has already reportedly filmed this scene in late 2019 when he was nine and was paid $1,005 a day. A younger Dominic was previously seen in Furious 7 with the character played in the 2015 film by actor Alex McGee. The youngster will make his uh, debut in the new film, which will be released on June 25th after multiple delays because of the COVID-19 health crisis. Uh, last Thursday, Vin took the Instagram to confirm that F9, new release date, sharing a short clip of a car speeding away from an explosion with a new date written over it. The upcoming ninth installment is directed by Justin Lin. It will see Vin Diesel return with the likes of Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, Jordana Brewster, Natalie Emmanuel, Sung Kang, Helen Marin, and Charlize Theron. Meanwhile, John Cena is among the new additions. Rumor has it that the action movie series is bidding farewell with the 11th installment. Justin Lin is reportedly in talks to return as director for the 10th and 11th movie that will bring a close, close to the, uh, will bring the franchise to a close. Um, I'm sorry, the the little boy in the movie is supposed to play a younger version, not his son, if that's what I'm, I thought he was playing his son. His real life son was playing his son in the movie, but no, the, the, it's saying that his son, his real son, will play a younger version of his character, Dominique Toretto. Oscar nominees have been warned that the the that the the connecting to the Academy Awards via video link is not an option. The ceremony will take place next month in April as as an in-person event, with organizers opting to treat it as an active movie set with various coronavirus safety measures in place. In a letter sent out to over 200 nominees on the shortlist on Thursday, March 18, producers detailed the great lane they were going to in a bid to stage a safe and enjoyable evening. While producers announced some may be uneasy about it being an in-person event at Los Angeles Union Station, a bit with additional show elements live from the Dolby Theater in Hollywood, they sought to offer reassurance. And they want to see uh, set the tone with a pre-show gathering immediately before the ceremony. The letter also touched on the night's dress code, stressing casual attire would not be welcome. 
The Godzilla vs. Kong director revealed that Travolta and Cage are interested in the, uh, I'm sorry, in a project. Oh, that's a different story. But, uh, yeah, they, the Oscar nominees, they're going to do a in-person event at the uh, the Oscars. And they're going to try to be, they're going to follow a lot of safety precautions. And uh, they want everybody to have a safe and enjoyable evening. So, uh we're looking forward to uh, the Oscars this year. Um, also, the Falcon and the uh, Winter Soldier uh, has broken Disney Plus records. So we're becoming the streaming service most watched series premiere. The Marvel spinoff starring Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan debuted on Friday, March 19th, and it drew more viewers over the weekend than the hit WandaVision and the two seasons of The Mandalorian. The site bosses have not released specific viewing figures, but confirmed that the premiere of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is bigger than that of WandaVision, which wrapped its first season earlier this month. Disney bosses have more Marvel content planned for the streamer. Loki will drop in in June, while Hawkeye and Miss Marvel is expected to be, uh, debut later in 2021. David Hasselhoff is heading to German TV to play a fictionalized version of himself in a new series. The Baywatch star will appear in Z Network alongside German actor Henry Hubschen, who will also play a heightened version of himself with the show described as an international conspiracy story. Z Network, produced for RTL streaming service TV Now, will see David land the lead role in a German stage show, only to be plunged into the center of a conspiracy of former Cold War assassins, while the fabric of reality seemed to break down around him. Now, David, who will also serve as an executive producer, said of the show that Knight Rider was incredibly successful for both him and RTL, and returning now 30 years later to do a cutting-edge series and work with the RTL again is a dream come true. The series is funny, deadly, creative, and informative, simply exciting, fact or fiction, you you decide. Uh, this will be the first time the star had played a fictional version of himself. He did the same in Hoff the Record, a sitcom which ran for two seasons from 2015 on UK's TV channel Dave. He also appeared in the 2017 movie Killing Hasselhoff, in which Ken John portrayed a cash-strapped nightclub owner who hired a hitman to kill the star in a bid to win a celebrity death pool and revive his fortunes. Uh, Jamie Foxx's portrayal of Mike Tyson is set to hit the small screen as a limited series. The project, which began life as a movie in 2014, will be produced for the small screen by Foxx, who will play the boxer and executive produced by movie-making heavyweight Anton Fuqua and Martin Scorsese. Terrence Winter was initially on board to write the screenplay, but newcomer Colin Preston has now been primed to pin the series. Fox impressed fight fans last summer when he showed off his bulk-up physique as he got into character to play Tyson and shots posted online. At the time he shared that the transformation, transformation begins, this is what he said on social media, finding Mike is no secret that I have been suing the Mike Tyson biopic for some time. People always ask me when it's going to happen. Things have finally lined up. 
unquote. He isn't the only limited series focused on the fearsome heavyweight, but the the only one backed by Tyson himself. The boxer recently lashed out at Hulu executives after they revealed that they had ordered a series title Iron Mike from I, Tanya screenwriter and director Craig Gillespie and executive producer by Margot Robbie and Karen Gitz. And production on Sharon Osbourne's show, The Talk, has been shelved for another week as TV bosses continue to investigate a, li- a live-on-air spat between the Brit and co-host Cheryl Underwood. The pair fell out over Sharon's defense of newsman pal Piers Morgan attack on the Duchess of Sussex when Underwood attempted to suggest his comments about the royal tabloid torment made on Good Morning Britain were racist. Clearly upset, Sharon demanded an explanation from Cheryl, insisting her outburst and feared that she was a racist for stating that Morgan was paid to have an opinion. Following the awkward standoff on March 10th, episode former The Talk co-host Holly Robinson P. and Liam Remini they turned on Osborne, uh, turned on Osborne and claimed they had heard her use racially insensitive and homophobic language behind the scenes on the show. That's when they were on the talk as hosts. Sharon responded by calling the allegation a setup and defiantly telling her distractors to F off. The whole drama prompts CBS bosses to shut down the talk and put the show on hiatus for a week. That week has now been extended, and now no official return date has been set. The TV bosses continue to investigate the heated exchange between Osborne and Underwood. Uh, right now, we have here we have here 11 more minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. And also, I'm going to give a shout out to Vorpalbyte Three. Hi, thank you for joining. Uh, hi from the chat room. Thank you again for listening to the show. Um, so don't go anywhere. Music break right now. <laughs> Thank you. 
That's from Van Jess and Slow Down. We only got seven minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, new mom Megan Trainer has scored a dream come true deal to develop and star in her own sitcom. The All About That Bay singer has signed with NBC Universal Television and streaming entertainment bosses for a comedy series according to Variety. Megan Deal will also include other potential products across scripted and unscripted content for U.S. outlets, including Bravo, E, Oxygen, and NBC. CU news streaming site Peacock. The news comes just over a month after Megan welcomed her first child, a baby boy named Riley. Plot details surrounding the singer's new comedy series have not been released, and there's no word if it will feature her actor husband, Daryl Sabara. And cast of the crews of the Connors are mourning the death of a crew member. According to the representative for Warner Entertainment, which produces the popular sitcom, the crew member passed away on the set after suffering a medical emergency. TMZ reported that the unfortunate incident took place when the crew member was on stage 22 of the CBS Studio Center where they f- were filming for the show's final day of production for season three. The news outlet stated that studio paramedics were called immediately, but the crew members were not be uh, were not able to resuscitate. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Following the heartbreaking incident, star Michael Fishman took to his Instagram account to pay tribute to the crew member. He re- reposted a post from another grieving crew member, which read, quote, Yesterday we lost a dear member of our audio crew, T- Terrell Richmond. Today we shoot our final episode of The Connors, Season 3, in loving memory of a loving man, of a lovely man, unquote. The Connors Season 3 premieres on October 21, 2020. The Roseanne spinoff also starred John Goodman, Laurie Metcalf, Sarah Gilbert, Lisi Gorison, and Emma Kenny, and more. In 2018, Roseanne Barr was fired from a new take on Roseanne over her controversial comments on Twitter. 
and Nicki Minaj's mother has filed a lawsuit against the man charged with killing her husband in a hit-and-run last month. The Starship star's 64-year-old father, Robert Mirage, uh, uh, died on February 12 when he was struck by a car between Rosslyn Road and Rath Avenue in Nassau County, New York, with the driver of the vehicle that hit him allegedly fleeing the scene. Charles Polovich, who's uh, 70, later turned himself in a poli- uh, into police in connection with the incident and was charged with two felonies, including leaving the scene of an incident involving death of a person and tampering with or suppressing physical evidence. Nikki's now-widowed mother, Carol Mirage, filed documents to sue Polovich in state Supreme Court where she is seeking $150 million. Debbie Lovato's upcoming album features collaboration with Saweetie and uh, Noah Cyrus. Uh, the 28-year-old singer recently told the New York Times that Dancing with the Devil, The Art of Starting Over, features a tune with Ariana Grande. And now Demi has told Paper Magazine that the record also includes duet with Saweetie on My GF or My BF and Noah. Now, Ariana provided backing vocals on Met Him Last Night, while Demi previously released Sam Fitcher's duet, What Other People Say, will also be on the LP. And over the past couple of days, Demi has been sharing brief preview clips of the instrumentals to the songs of her social media pages. It's already known that there's a track called Melon Cake, which is about taking back control, and it's named after the watermelon and fat-free cream she would be given instead of a birthday cake. And California Sober, which is described as strummy mid-tempo, reflects where she is in her sobriety. The follow-up to 2017 Tell Me You Love Me, which is released on April 2nd, is set to act as a companion to her upcoming Michael D. Ratner Helm documentary series, Demi Lovato, Dancing with the Devil, which explored aspects that led to the singer's nearly fatal overdose in 2018 and her awakening in the aftermath. Katy Perry's excited fans, which which she randomly mentions about a possible collaboration with fellow singer Taylor Swift. Katy made the comments in the Monday, March 22nd episode of American Idol, where she served as one of the judges. And following a great duet performance by contestant Althea Grace and Camille Lamb, who sang Leslie Gore, You Don't Own Me, Katy gushed over them. She said, quote, that's what queens do before announcing that both of them were sent to the next round. The performance apparently was so stunning that it prompted the firework hitmaker to think what could it be if she collaborated with the Cardigan songstress. Can you, she said, can you imagine if Taylor and I worked together what we could do? And that's what she was asking fellow judges Luke Bryan and Lionel Richie. The hypothetical question quickly sparked chatter on Twitter with fans of both Katie and Ta- Taylor wishing the collaboration would really happen. Katie and Taylor used to be beefing for years before the singer eventually buried the hatchet in 2018 when Katie sent a beautiful note and an olive branch to Taylor on opening night of Taylor's Reputation Stadium Tour. The duo also appeared together in Taylor's You Need to Calm Down music video. Johnny Depp and Alice Cooper's supergroup, the Hollywood Vampires, had scrapped their summer European tour due to COVID-19 concerns. The band had previously scheduled dates to August and September, but because of safety concerns around the pandemic, the tour has been canceled. A statement read, we are beyond disappointment to announce that the Hollywood Vampire must cancel our scheduled UK-European tour this summer. 
and they've been trying to make it happen, but unfortunately due to the uncertainty of COVID-19 travel restriction, it's just not possible. And they said also thank you for understanding, and we will be back rocking with you once the world returns to normal, unquote. The news comes that Depp is still embroiled in two lawsuits. Both linked to allegation he abused his ex-wife Amber Heard. The actor is fighting to overturn a libel ruling against him in the UK and land a uh, a retrial against the Sun newspaper. And he's also suing Heard for defamation in the US. The European tour was originally set to support of the band's second studio album, Rise. And uh, Elton John. Uh, has recruited uh, Dua Lipa and Neil Patrick Harris to help celebrate the 2021 Oscar with a live stream pre-party special. The rock legend has been hosting his annual Elton John AIDS Foundation Academy Awards event for the last 29 years, but with the ongoing COVID concern, he's declared to mark the run-up to Hollywood's big show on April 25th with a virtual countdown bash. Actors Harris will co-host a one-hour party with Elton and his husband, producer David Furnish, while Dua will be among the performers with others set to be announced in the upcoming weeks. The event will stream at four different time zones to line up with each region's Oscar broadcast with North America taking place live at 7 p.m. Eastern on April 25th, just before the awards take place in Los Angeles. And airing for Europe and Australia and New Zealand will take place on April 26th at 7 p.m. local time, and North American viewers offer a final repeat at 10 p.m. Eastern. Each streaming session will have room for 100,000 attendees, with tickets costing $19.99. For tickets and more information, visit Ticketmaster. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.